0: Holy fuck, I hadn't used my microphone that long. I had to pour petrol down the fucking thing just to get it to work.
1: <laughs> well it is a fucking Stromberg.
0: <laughs> Mate, I don't know, have you got a good idea for an intro?
1: Hey, welcome back to Australia's first and only dedicated streetcar podcast.
0: Simo and Redmond are the thong slappers.
1: They're two blokes making
0: lots of noise but getting nowhere fast Mate, welcome back to episode 34 of the Thong Slappers It's been a few months between drinks, hasn't it?
1: Wow, it's been a long time, so it's good to be
0: back behind the, uh, the mic Big time I'm actually in the podcaster with you as well In beautiful, sunny, hot Townsville I oh, know. It's, uh, it's what do you
1: reckon of the version 2.0 podcast? It's looking
0: very flash. There's a few other toys you've got around here now, which are, I'm sure we can cover off in a bit of domestic bliss. So, are you yeah. talking about
1: the turnstile on the bedroom? <laughs> Hashtag single <laughs> Where life. Where <laughs> do
0: you get this shit from? Things kind of took a bit of a bit of a turn for both of us at the same time. I said to you, Redmond, listen, mate, I think I just need a bit of, a bit of time off to catch up with some adult life stuff. And you said, oh, fuck, I'm kind of in the same boat. The biggest mistake I made, I said to you I was going into rehab for alcoholism. And you just looked at me because you know that I hardly drink. I thought, fuck, I'm such a dickhead. I should have said I was going for chocolate addiction because I knew you would believe that. But I don't know what I just was thinking on my feet. But then you said to me, oh, that's really convenient because I'm actually going into rehab for gambling addiction. I thought, I've never even seen you buy a scratchy
1: before like it's just crazy and then how did it pan out fuck it was embarrassing
0: well because the next day i checked myself into the (laughs) clinic for chronic masturbation and i'm just standing at the counter you know like trying not to be embarrassed not wanting to shake anyone's hand there that's for sure then what happens is i can hear this really familiar voice down the down the hallway the chick there was leading me down lucky she wasn't hot leading me down the hallway. They give you these big pairs of, like, boxing gloves so you can't kind of, you know, touch yourself inappropriately. Anyway, next thing you know, I hear this voice and it's your voice. They're giving you boxing gloves. You're just punching the fuck out of the <laughs> bags Don't worry about trying to pull the thing off. I just thought, oh, my God, like, what's the chances? We both looked at each other. We knew each other was, you know, we knew we were bullshitting each other about what we were really doing. So
1: it was a busy couple of months, wasn't it? Bucket surprising me when I'm just punching that little red mushroom stub of mine with the gloves on. They all come and have looked at like, mate, that is pretty good. We work in this industry. One thing that happened though, is I've been masturbating that long and that enjoyably that so now I'm I'm out of rehab, I'm I'm feeling better. I'm not masturbating all the time, but it's like I've lost a best friend. Like I used to do that when there was nothing else to do. I didn't even have to, you know, it's nothing to do with sex. It's just, "Eh, might as well jerk off. Once they,
0: once they worked out that the boxing gloves weren't going to work, they actually gave you cheese graters. They wrapped hand in cheese graters.
1: I think that probably stopped things pretty fast. Well, well the uh, cheese grater didn't slow me down that much It kind of felt pretty erotic I must admit So then they put uh, posters of All <laughs> around my room and that stopped me straight away <laughs> Oh a bit Can't. of stage
0: right for you <laughs> It's funny actually I would have thought not doing the podcast for a little bit of time Would have given me more time Like to do other stuff You think oh this will give me a few extra hours a week Just to have a break and focus on some other stuff The whole Green Day factor comes into into play you know, like we call the Green Day Factor, say for example at my work, someone will leave after 40 years, they retire on the Friday and on Monday it feels like they were never there. Like they just disappear and the rest of us just sort of morph over the top. And it's called the Green Day Factor. remember that song, When I Come Around? They had a video clip from, I think it was Woodstock, the 25th anniversary of Woodstock. And they got this guy crowd surfing and they're filming him from the top, kind of what would be the equivalent of using like one of those drones now. And the guy falls into the crowd and then the crowd just covers him over like it was never even there. Like it never existed. the That was what time was like. Like, you know, I'm the most like time poor person in the world anyway. But that was the thing. I'm there and I thought, oh, I'll have all this extra time to do stuff. No fucking chance. The rest of my life just morphed over the top of it. It was like that time was never there in the first place.
1: Yeah, the, the podcast is always <clears throat> meant to be something. Oh, this is really important. I've got to go over this podcast stuff and the podcast and the podcast and then suddenly I didn't have it to do. So that kind. Could- Kind of works in nice with the masturbation theme. <laughs> well, I guess it probably does. But look, it's great to be back. It's great to be chatting with
0: you again. The street machine stuff's still been going strong, like doing all the uh, what do we even call that segment again? Bible studies. Sounds like this. <laughs> We're not actually doing that just yet. But what we are going to endeavour to do is over the next few months, there's a few months that we actually missed, what, probably June till November issues maybe? We're so. going to try and plug those in. Like We're going to try and do the Bible studies on those and plug them into you know, weeks when we can find the space. So thanks, everyone, for hanging in there with us. There's been a few people who've really kept the thong slappers' fires burning. And I just want to quickly mention those guys. I know you've got a few people to thank too as well, Rebnan, but if we can just thank the following people. Dave Green, top bloke. He, along with Tim Barney Barnett, they actually started up a Facebook page called Friends of Thong Slappers. And because Barney's got his fingers in lots of pies, he and Tammy actually started up an Instagram page called uh, Mates of Original Thong Slappers, a.k.a. Mutz so thanks to everyone you know it really means a lot we feel really humbled that people contacting us and saying how much they were missing what we were doing it you know I don't know I guess I never really realised how much of an impact like positive impact it was having on people doing this podcast so we really want to thank everyone and just apologies for not being around for a while
1: yeah I definitely agree with that we're going going to boot off in uh, January with some more stickers and shirts and bits and pieces and we're going to knock this thing well and truly out of the park the whole time that I've been in uh away from the podcast i have been definitely still buying the magazine as i ha- always have getting into it and, and enjoying it so i guess the the magazine also is, uh that's a good thing i one thing we had do in the last podcast is we helped uh brett abraham car 35 great guy from new south wales he owns a holden e h that's a holden e h that he owns so we helped him uh, raise some money for for the charity the variety bash and we did say that anybody that uh, donated, we'd, we'd give them a shout-out on the podcast. So belated as this is, it is definitely appreciated. It is more appreciated than it is belated, in fact. So these are these, these are the guys, yep. Andy McHenry, Luke Teflon, Tamey Has No Hair, which is Tamey, Rogue 1330, Benny Barra, McHenry's Motors, 308, Dado Mouse, Midnight Resto, Gus Fox, Redbeard 327, bomb 1948 matt nazari jake scubin ben fenwick and if i've missed you i'm a shit. and i apologize but the children that needed that help got that help so you are great great people you're fucking titans thank you
0: mate kicking off i guess just catching up on what's been a busy last half of the year what do you got happening here i see you got a few few cars that weren't here last time i was here yeah, yeah I had
1: some serious domestic blitz well, I've got no true witch in the north, so i bought a few cars. Uh, I bought myself a Centura. That, that's a project that you, you and I might do a bit of work on when we, we move around a bit. But um, there is some cars here, Simon. But just to get us into the mood, can you, you? Well, what have you been up to, buddy? How's things going with your flock? Your variable <laughs> flock of street cars? Oh fuck, flock of shit cars! I'm telling you. Well, I guess to start off,
0: Disturbia. I've done nothing on that absolutely zero i think all i've done is actually smack the front spoiler so i got to fix that but that always happens i just need like a a whole set of spares mr juicy which of course is my orange daily driver panel van look i don't want to alarm you but after three years i finally fixed the water leak from the front <laughs> time cover i just oh, no kept rush. topping it up mate it was like half a litre a week It just kept topping it up but i actually took it off the road for a week Took the front of the engine off, resealed all the timing cover, put a new timing chain on it, did all that maintenance stuff. And while I was at it, I actually serviced the automatic transmission. I changed the diff oil. I did so much. I even tuned it. even put spark plugs in it. You
1: know, it's been four years since I serviced that automatic. I, I, I think of the automatic, the spark plugs, the water pump. I cut the fucking chase on it. Anybody, anybody out here has listened to uh, the Thong Slappers' prior podcasts will know that you've got a history of hurting your pecker when you're fixing your car. Did you? In fact, can you uncategorically say in this impeachment trial that you did not hurt your cock? No, that only happens with six cylinders,
0: not V8. So that's why it's have everything V8 now. It's a lot easier. So, yeah, a lot of work going on with the orange van, just getting it back up to spec. It's funny that the cars that you rely on the most are the ones who get the least amount of love. Do you that notice is, that?
1: That is true. You, you did texting, texting back and forth a while ago and, Said, oh look, as long as we can just keep looking at the mag and looking at cars, we'll have to just tap on with all this other stuff that's happening in real life. And you're going, yeah, you know what, I just don't seem to have any time. And I write back, you own disturbing, I've got no fucking sympathy for you at all. <laughs> well that my shirt would be bellyaching.
0: Oh no, it's all good. It's just time. Time's always hard to find. Push bikes. Push bikes, nothing. I bought a I bought a couple of frames. Oh you know actually no. That's let, me, not let, let me tell you what really happened. I thought it's part of a big clean-out. I actually sold a couple of frames, right? A couple of Madison frames. Sold two sets of Tufts. Actually, three sets, three pairs. And then I thought, you know what? I really want to get another Madison BMX. So I ended up buying back two frames, and I ended up buying back two pairs of Tufts. Not from the people I sold them to.
1: I just bought them fresh again. So that basically was just going around the circle. That makes perfect sense for me. If St. Lucy, if you're listening to this, um, that never happened. <laughs>
0: Yeah, speaking of St. Lucie, honey, mate, actually done a lot of work on honey. I know that I promised, what well, I promised, but I was aiming to get it running and registered by December 31st of this year. That ain't going to happen. It'll be next year, if hopefully I'm lucky. But talking about that, I've actually done a lot of work physically. The car doesn't look much different. I've done a fair bit of work to the rust repair and the subframe, which I was doing when we last spoke, doing lots of stuff where I'm just being working on the components and how it all started... I actually started a Facebook page, which has got a lot of moots on it too, which has been good, called Legends in Our Own Lunch Times." So what it is, it's talking about people like me and you and everyone else who's got no fucking time to actually do anything or accomplish anything. So you take the 30 minutes of your lunch break to try and do shit. And that's where, it's amazing what you can achieve. Like with the E8, EH, I've completely reconditioned the headlight assemblies, the taillight assemblies. I've done lots of bolt-on kind of ancillary bits, like the bumper bars are all sorted polished all the, the grill bars like i've got so much of that car done now when it comes time to actually put the car back together it's all fucking ready to go it's all bagged up ready to go overhaul the brake booster got all brand new steel lines made up and up i've bent them to the right shape now like just doing all these component bits got all the front end finished all that sort of stuff and it makes so much difference when the time does come to put the car back together so you know and it's been good and it's a pretty good pace because it's Kind of people bouncing off each other with ideas and
1: motivation as well so so is that
0: is that serious like
1: within the, within the half hour of your lunch break you use or are you just kind of saying half hour portions of work
0: well the work? biggest problem yeah look it's probably morphed into that because the biggest problem i have i don't get to have a lunch break every day day. was too fucking busy yeah right. so but the theory is lunch breaks you know and yeah, taking that work, half hour yeah trying to do half an hour a day like to keep up the rod hadfield theory of doing a little bit every day i just find the lunch time's the best because i'm kind of left alone to do what i need to do so you know if i choose to paint something it's amazing through a week how much you can actually do which yeah. is a bonus
1: there's also that i when i built layer like five in the driveway here I, I got a bit behind and i treated it as if two 12 hour work days. I actually had to, to stop everything else i was doing. And I've done two 12-hour work days. That's where I worked on it for 11 and a half hours a day, two days in a row, and just, it's a car. Yeah. So you can smash it out. It's amazing also how much you can get achieved, in, and if you concentrate solely on that. But that, that's a good thing. I, I, if ever I had Facebook, I'd have a look. Yeah, for sure. Look, it's
0: kind of one of those things where it's just a matter of just trying to get shit done. You know, I'm just sick of fucking looking at everything all the time and not actually finishing much, but that's what happens when you overstretch yourself with projects too. Yeah. Car shows? Yeah. No, I haven't been doing a lot of car shows. I've actually got a big bit of domestic blisters I haven't told you about. I don't know if you're going to punch me off the chair here when I tell you. As you know, I have two Valiant hardtops. I've got Old Days, which is the Street Gasser. And I've also got my uh, Burt. Well, it's called Burt. It's the guy I bought it off the original owner. It was called Burt. The Hemi 6-powered hardtop. And at home, like we've got a normal house block with seven cars jammed on it. It's just getting out of control. And I said to Lucy, I said... You know what? I think it's time something goes. And by pure fluke, a guy on Facebook who had a 65 Plymouth Belvedere was actually advertising he was chasing a VF Valiant hardtop, right? Wanted a factory 770 V8. And he said he was willing to swap this Belvedere plus cash his way. Because, of course, a Belvedere is like a $50,000 car and a VF 770 is maybe a $25,000 car in good nick. And I just sort of as a joke said to him, Mate, would you consider swapping two cars for your Plymouth Belvedere? And it's a big block car, it looks like a bit of a super stock thing, like it's got the um, like proper US, oh, what are you calling? Um, US on. Races. Yeah, it's got like, it's got like widened steel wheels on the back, and it's got the fire, uh, the torque thrust, the original torque yeah, thrust right in the front. Right. Yep. So it has that real super street look about, which I love, or the super stock from the what 60s. Colour? It's like the same car as my VG, hard yeah, top, right the right beigey right. car. And anyway, so we sort of, you know, came down, had a look at the cars, the, the old days, which is what he was more interested in, being a factory 770 v, VF. It needed too much work for him. Like, he was wanting something a bit more original. His car with a big block, great car, super tough, but really high compression, water injection, all this sort of shit. And you know I'm fucking lazy when it comes to cars. I just want horsepower or I want power without maintenance as far as I don't want to be setting tablets every second day. At the end and of that. Anything to do with high compression and pinging, being down that road, I fucking can't stand
1: it. So it takes, takes the joy out of it sometimes, though.
0: But what it did do was triggered something in me as far as the hardtops go. So I had this brainwave to actually put all the V8 running gear out of old days into my beige hardtop and then put all the six cylinder running gear back into in, out of that into old days and sell old days. So I'm currently in the throws. I've got both cars on jack stands with radiators to diffs out of the pair of them so i'm going to basically morph into one hardtop.
1: Fuck, that's going to be a cool car burt with a v8 in it yeah that's well that's going kind of the thing sweet
0: mate i've had burt for 30 years like it's a long time and i've had old days over 20 and it's been old days for nearly all of those 20 years so as much as it's tough to sell cars like i don't want to sell it but you know what, I want my patio back. If people come over, I want <laughs> no, to be able to sit outside because we've got a car sitting in the patio. And of course, with Lucy's e on the go, it's nice to try and, you know, just have a bit of family room but also have some money and time to put into her car to get that done. We're going to have another, you know, we're, we're getting rid of a rego to replace it with a rego anyway. All
1: right. the cubby house. That's what I've got. My car in the back (laughs) there. is the cubby house? Well, that's going to be cool. That's going to be an enjoyable car with a V
0: eight in it. Yeah, Uh lots of hoping. How'd you go taking
1: the six cylinder out of Bert? You know what I'm going to ask?
0: I actually did it. The uh, I dropped the K frames down. Oh yeah,
1: get it? Yeah, yeah.
0: Dropped it like factory way. Yeah, so the whole. You know what? Because so I hate fucking taking those manifolds off the 6 It's got the really long-ass inlet manifold yeah, that goes yeah. over the Shopee. Yep. I hate lining those up, so I thought I'll just do it this way. Because it all had to come out anyway. Suspension, K-frame, all
1: that. Ah, domestic bliss, Simon. I own a Chrysler. My name's Adam, and I own a Chrysler. Yeah. First, first time ever. one has changed. Yeah, what? first time ever. So, uh, funny thing was, I got it in June. And in June, the Street Machine Calendar's got uh, Anthony Atkinson's Cooter. So the f- very first Hemi that I got, or very first cries that I got, corresponded with a Hemi being in uh, Street Machine magazine. So I thought that was pretty, pretty poetic. It's a uh, Cintura. I bought it as a roller. So it's a, a Cintura painted Hemi orange, I think. Is that Hemi orange? You yeah. yeah. Something like that. Very, very neat little car. So just back and forth, I've been thinking of doing an RT844 theme, which the car doesn't exist, but we're going to make it exist. So I'm going to put... Uh, people are going to turn this off when I mention this, aren't they? You know what,
0: fuck the PS. Yeah, that's right.
1: We're going to put a, uh, a shaker on it. It's going to have V8, a shaker on it. The gold GT351 Subaru stripe down the side of it. Now, people laugh when, when I say, oh, we're going to put the, the Subaru stripe down it until Barney, Barney All Garage, he's the guy that does all the uh, artwork for us here at uh, the Thong Slappers, he done it. So he, he uh, photoshopped it. And yeah. How good does it look?
0: Mate, it actually looks
1: really good against that orange as well. Yeah, it's going to be great fun to, to build this car. So at the moment... I was going to put a roll of Cam 350 in it. Did you happen to have a look at it in the shed? What? <laughs> tell him what's in it. Seriously, what's in it?
0: You know what? 253. Yep, the thong slapper is sitting in the centura. The funniest part was, Adam goes, he lifts up the air cleaner and goes, oh, I've got to get a new car for it. And what's sitting under it? It's like a one barrel, what was it, a roll of tape? Yeah, like duct tape, tape or something? Like, yeah, I think you might need to get a decent car. It's like a Predator. It was the same colour.
1: Yeah, but if I showed anybody younger, they go, is that a carburetor? I go, it's a carburetor. <laughs> But it's just so funny i had no room to i obviously uh, recently renovated my house so i just moved a few bits i had bought this 253 engine off Gumtree, and i had nowhere to put it so when we come back in a few beers i just jammed it straight in the in the engine base so that, that's going to be pretty cool
0: and the scary thing is well not really scary but really good it looks like it's meant to be there
1: and you've got to be happy with that it's got it's got heaps of room oh, look i bought it as a roller it's got new fuse lights, tail lights brakes for me somebody at my level it's so much easier to buy a car that is a roller and just uh and get it done so when uh, actually I actually because i've been to and fro a bit with cars and houses and, and obviously there's been a bit of muck around i decided to put it on Gumtree just to sell it, just to put it back on there and if i sold it, i could carry yeah, it okay yeah. so no fair enough man didn't i get a prawn ring up? so seriously like it's sunday night this guy rings up and he goes oh i'm in the basement and i'm like oh good mate yeah it's the thing's a peach you know i started to give him a bit of spiel it's got this that now he goes i had to come up with the price <laughs> Like, oh, you know, commerce, you've got services or goods that you want to sell. You know, I just call it fucking commerce. And he he got a bit dark with that. And he goes, yeah, well, it's fucking too much. on. Oh, seriously, so he says to him, I'm the king of fucking centuries in Australia. I've had 17, and I'm like, The king of centuries, fuck. What does the prince of Cortina think about that? You know, <laughs> has he ever tried to usurp? You know, is there a fucking oh, you know, man. what about the, the king of gallants? You know, is he in the next level down is he living in the lowlands down below? You and this guy starting to get a bit fucked. Oh, I've got a two ZJ or something, what the fuck, you know, thing. I'm like, well, Do you want to buy the car or not? And he goes, Well. <laughs> Stop taking the piss out. Rob. He fucking started it. He goes, eat a bag of dicks and hangs up. Why ring up and carry like I kind of picked up his tone of voice after two or three sentences. He's not here by it. He's no. not in line He's to buy He's being it.
0: a cockhead, mate. Yeah, so, it's, it?
1: a, it's, it's funny as fuck. So. King of cockheads.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, though, who has the time to ring people and hassle them about their ads? Yeah, it's just, it's it's just crazy. Just, yeah,
1: it's you crazy. know, the, the price that I wanted was quite. It's just what I wanted for a car. I mean, I, I've sold twenty cars and bought twenty cars. i made money on some. I've lost money. It's you know, anyone listening do not have to, to, to talk about cars. You know, it's just it's just. Re- a lady sent me a thing the other day on Gumtree. Would you take five grand? I'm like, per headlight, I would. <laughs> and she writes back, "What's the least you would take?" And I said, "Well, you can't have me, fuck ringing me."
0: Yeah, yeah. If someone is serious, yeah. they'll actually pick up the phone. And you'll have a human conversation with them. Like if I'm selling parts and someone actually rings me up and talks to me I take them seriously like I know that then because yeah. that's what I do if I want something I yeah, just ring good. up because you know what I don't want to be beaten or sand-chewed by some other bastard for it so i actually ring and organise to, to do something about it and but, yeah, it is a, another
1: yeah. thing I'm considering doing is uh, the VK it's it's beat up now it, it's had it's day so it's been speaking Brett Abraham and a couple of other people I think he probably turn that into a variety bash car be a great way for an old V8 Commodore to finish its life out like I'm like I'm really passionate about getting some money to them kids. It would be fun. It's far more my pace and my style than like say drag challenge where I may have to work on a car.
0: <laughs> well, you hope not, but it's highly likely, yes. No. Tell us about this one tonner, mate. It's I bought
1: kind of I bought Australia's worst one tonner. There's not one worse. <laughs> it's not well, I fucking nearly killed myself getting off the trailer. I picked that up off my mate and he goes, Oh yeah, no, brakes or whatever. And I'm like, Yeah, I wasn't It's a WB, so Brakes. Oh yeah, brakes, better Some mates got me off the trailer, I'll punch the thing in reverse, and because I've got a car, but you've got like a 202, flutters a bit, so you know, just bring the throttle up, bring yeah. the revs up. Come off the back of the trailer, as i got the drive wheels down on the slope, punch the brake, nothing. Punch the brake, and I'm talking nothing. Like not, not even the slightest little squeeze on a My Mate standing behind me, he's going, bailing up over the hedge there. I've swung the thing hard left I thought I was going to end up with the fucking thing in the pool
0: oh with your laptop
1: yeah, yeah. no worries <laughs> like you. it's actually where the um where things belong so I've, I've had it sitting here for a while and probably what i'm going to actually do with it is something blue crush inspired you're oh yeah cool. yeah so yeah. but i'm doing landscaping here at the at the podcast at the, podcast the moment it's so when i get that done i'm thinking i'm probably gonna because the one time i wouldn't i'm making a fake tow hitch for it like a tow truck hang off the back of it with just the hook you know paint mfp on the door some fake injections to actually sit up in the backyard and i'll be another cubby house up there for the fun. You words. know
0: what I'm thinking on the on the actual move here, right? You know what I reckon would look fucking shit hot with that thing, midnight spares, one tonne of tow truck. You've you've got the one yeah. tonner, you You've come up with a tow truck. Yeah. Do the Trans front silver paint with the you know it's for the movie. Yeah. How fucking cool
1: would that, that would be? be? You got yard. hot wires here, haven't you? <laughs> you know what I was I was, I was saying telling uh, my nephew Bull, I've got two 14 inch sets of center lines, a set of 14 inch hot wires and a set of big massive 15 inch b45s at the moment how how tragic is that for wheels to own
0: that's just full on 80s cool
1: mate but you know you know what's not cool about the 80s nothing
0: (laughs) you're going to say music then and we're going to punch on (laughs) some great music from the 80s big time no that's cool mate i definitely like what you're doing with the place and I see the Hilux is back in the backyard as well.
1: Yes, yeah, so well, uh, that, that's my cubby. That's the, the old uh, V8 Hilux. Uh, actually, you wouldn't believe it. The 253 that I bought off the guy off Gumtree came with a tail shaft for a two-wheel drive Hilux. A set of engine mounts for two, for a 253 into a two-wheel drive Hilux. I don't have my two-wheel drive Hilux anymore. If I did, I've got the radiator. I would have had the complete thing. <laughs> it's funny. The guy, I rang him up about his 253 and he's just a bit bored. He's like, yeah, mate, here's a transport yard. Here it is. And I said, oh, can I come now? He's like, oh, oh, he's like, yeah, mate. <laughs> so I get down there and I'm like, yeah, mate, I'll I'll grab it off you, whatever. And he's like, oh, fuck, I've dealt with four thousand muppets on uh, on Gumtree trying to sell it. He put a four fifty four into his two wheel drive Oh, fuck, that's yeah, right. yeah, a bit. nice. nice. Now, so I've been renovating the house. She's all done now. So just move out into the into the backyard.
0: Yeah, no, that'd be cool. I think that's a really good idea to have that whole one ton of daybed
1: Hilux yep. cubby house. There's so, so much scope for shit you can do with all that. You're probably the only person in the world that everyone goes, what do you got that junk in here? Oh, <laughs> but you know what? Blue Crush, the story of Blue Crush, it's 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 awesome. And I always go on playing and, play and they come to your place anyway. When you made me sleepy, <laughs> I had a pain in the stomach so they wouldn't let me sleep in the spare room then parts were wrong. <laughs> well,
0: that's how we roll here, mate. That is for sure. Nothing's changed. I want to do some feedback, actually. Yep. A couple of things to clear up from episode 33. First of all... I know you like the little Bible studies because we did the retro Bible studies, of course it was 987 issue of Street Machine magazine. You enjoyed the intro you were telling me afterwards which was Night Rider, but I've had a couple of people ask what the engine noise was. It was actually Chris Christo doing a massive burnout in his ex-wife, real man Smoke Eagles Chris Christo. So I don't know, I felt that was an appropriate engine sound for that era we were looking at, or that year we were looking at. So that is definitely the guy. And I've got some feedback here. I'm glad you, you know, got yourself a new water because it goes through a little bit. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to try and get through this because, as I've said before, people are going to take the time to write, I want to actually read out what they've taken that time to write. This is from Jaffo Jaffoverson, as in Jaff's last cruise, Jaff. This is who this is. Made of Gus's. So here's the
1: first fucking problem. You know,
0: here we go. Now, the subject is called On a Binge and Long-Winded Shit. (laughs) Of which both is correct. Hey, guys, got to apologise fell so far behind. I've been binging the fuck out of the podcast and started again just because they're so fucking great. Well, thanks, Jaff. I hope Jeez. I got you through the lean years, mate. C*** does work, think I'm fucked because I'm <laughs> laughing to myself, but I try to explain and no fucker gets it. You're saving a lone rev head on night shift sanity. I'm reading this verbatim, yep. by the way, so if it doesn't make sense, it's not me. I'm a 72 vintage, so 100% relating to it all. BMXs, the movies, the music, it's all good stuff. Like someone else said, I find myself wanting to give you my two cents. Couple of things. Red, don't worry about being dyslexic. <laughs> well done. No. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> editing that
1: statement. That's fucking no. statement.
0: <laughs> Take two. Couple of things. Red, don't worry about being dyslexic. Simo reckons Mr. Percival is a penguin. Fuck, mate. I thought you were born in SA. He's a pelican. He is correct. He is a pelican. And yes, I was born in SA. Anyway, <laughs> hey, it started with P, has an E after it? I'm also curious about the escort cover eyes thing. Did you mean the no fear eyes? Bad boy stickers with a stupid flat top haircut, fat arm looking atrocity. I'm sure they replaced Oakley thermonuclear bullshit stickers. He's talking about so much old school Yeah there, man. I know. I remember the bad boy. I thought they were just, you could get the eyes or you could get the dickhead with
1: the flat top. I thought
0: it was Hey, whoa, 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 I didn't say you were a dickhead <laughs> with a flat top. I'm saying
1: the dickhead with the flat top. I had an Oakley, uh, what is it? Fermonuclear erection. <laughs> Oakley factory idiot. Now, what was it? There was a piss take one that came out. Okay, yeah, I can't remember. That, I think that was one. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Moving on.
1: You both revived
0: my love of the Street Machine magazine again as I'd lost a bit of interest, although still religiously buying it but only reading 10% rather than cover to cover as I used to. I've got to admit I have an OCD thing when buying it. I'd never take the front copy because I hate fucks who flick through it and put it back leaving thumb dents. Hey, mate, i do the same. So that's not being OCD, that's being fucking smart. But Red has inspired me to take out a sub after a spiel about mags going online. Good work. Hey. Much to the Minister of Finance's disgust, I still have every copy I've ever bought, plus extras from being a helpless tard at swap meets. Thinking I'm missing a copy, and buy whole piles of them for fuck all. So when you run out of issues to give away, I'm happy to donate my doubles, even triples, to the cause. Fuck yeah! I still have my first bike too—a 16-inch Porsche Dragster hanging in the shed, and some weird Sweshin MX. Oh, it's a a Swin. I'm thinking. Oh, I thought Swin too, but he says here Sweshin MX Swin copy. Oh, so right. that's what. Anyway, that's the Chinese. That's the flying <laughs> that's, <twice banner. laughs> that's the one you get from Audi, yeah. like yeah. Um, That's when you
1: be a shit cat. What your mum gets you for Christmas? <laughs>
0: <laughs> What's in the Simpsons? How she buys Bart. Sauny. No, she buys Bart that golfing game. He wanted some game, and she, and Marge buys <laughs> yeah. him the golfing oh, game. You have selected Power Drive. <laughs> yeah. um, okay. Oh here we go. What's your take on the dragster BMX crossovers? The ones with suspension, plastic tanks and mudguards. I think it means like MX. You remember yeah, those MX yeah, things?
1: Absolutely.
0: I was never lucky enough to have a good BMX and was stuck with the Standish that weighed as much as the dog's penis full of beards. <laughs> Funny thing about Standish, like Standish was the South Australian bike, my sister had one, right, and it actually had like a, a like a big wing a big nut in the middle of you could put it into two pieces.
1: Yeah, right you yeah. anyway, Fuck, that's handy.
0: Yeah, I used to do it all the time. I'd loosen the thing off, so you would go for a ride and oh, the fucking front wheel would come off. You've got form. Oh,
1: shit! <laughs> you've got form there. Oh, say it that sister. way since I said it out loud.
0: The 60 series is fucking great. He means to the 60, Paul. Yeah, I oh, can. And with your love of humpies, do you know what happened to Jigsaw? Actually, if I can just uh, jump in here, Jigsaw was recently sold at auction for, I think, 40 grand. Jigsaw, of course, was a custom white FJ Holden built in the 80s by Dave someone or other in Brisbane I just forgot his last name who's a massive FJ or Humpy fan you remember it's got the camera headlights and yeah. laser tar lights and stuff of course these days purist wankers just flog fuck out of it when it comes up you know on Facebook and all those but it's actually a piece of Australian street machining history see nothing's changed in in, in the last few months I'm still a fucking wanker when it comes to purist.
1: yeah, down, purists yeah down but, the corner um, down here sorry to jump in down the corner I was driving back from the shops so I'll, I'll tell you can show you there's dead set something that looks like a humpy with square headlights, and it's in undercoat prime in a guy's driveway. I pulled up, like, so abruptly, and he's yeah. kind of about the front. I said, mate, is that Jigsaw, a famous uh, FJ from the 80s? And he goes, no, it's a... Uh, Did he say a Hummer or something? No, not a in the American piece of shit. Humba. Like, Humba? Is that what it is? Maybe. Is that a round, humpy-shaped little thing yeah, with headlights? Yeah, yeah, lights? yeah, Humba. Yeah. yeah, so even even last week, Jigsaw was on my mind as I drove past this guy's thing. So yeah. that, that's its... Uh, Longevity. you masturbating this. over yeah. I'm not allowed to masturbate in public anymore. God, fuck. Why wait this nancy fucking state? <laughs> if you made it this far, cheers again for the hard work,
0: putting it all together, loving it. <laughs> this is from Jack. And he says here, P.S. Written while having a crap at work. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Love it. Love it. Absolutely and you know what? Like it. I always say, you never have a at work in your own time. No, fuck it's that. always done in Absolutely. work time. Or a tug. Hey, uh... He actually sent us a second email, but I might leave that for next episode because I can only do one of these friggin'. <laughs> these are like north and south, but it's actually what he's actually suggested is really good. The gist of it is, he'd be really keen to hear about unicorn cars that we or any of the mutts would build if he had unlimited funds. Yeah, and he says here specifically. Fuck Gus and his twin engine Magna idea. He's a wanker. <laughs> do you remember? Do you remember years ago people were building cars like minis, so like Mini Cooper S? They put a motor in the front, yeah, motor yep, in the back. Yeah. Gus has this thing. He wants to build a twin engine Magna. <laughs> maybe, maybe he should go. Yes. Yeah, I've got
1: the phone number of clinic, Gus. You can go to yeah. <laughs> definitely for, for help for that. Yeah. So anyway,
0: look. Thanks very much for that, Jeff. And of course, you, if you need to contact us, you can still get us at the same place thongslappers at au, And by the time you're actually listening to this, our Instagram page should be back up and running as
1: well. Yeah, actually, just a quick hello, to while we're doing emails to Rich Wright. He's uh, oh, fuck the, yeah. the Lord Earl Rich Wright. He's our English uh, correspondent, does a lot of work, sends us a lot of stuff. So, g'day, Rich, we get all your stuff. Keep it coming, buddy. That's as in, you'll remember, Richard Wright, right? <laughs> Richard Wright, <laughs> <Richard> right? Wright, <laughs> Wright.
0: Wright. Richard Wright, right? He's actually the most patient man in the history of the earth. He sends us some great stuff. And I'm the most, re- just. I'm not going to say retarded, but I'm going to say, well, it's probably true, but I'm the worst email responder and I feel really bad because he sends us so much cool stuff. So Richard, I'm aware of my problem. I'm sure I have to go to some rehab or something to sort it out, but I'm going to endeavor Every day, I'm going to reply to one of your emails.
1: I, I keep I keep him. I, I, you've been busy. You, I have a bit more free time than you just away wave my work. So I replied. But it's funny because it's taken us down a couple of different paths because he's really interested in Australian literature as well. And I've never, he just knows more about Australian cars than he could ever poke a friggin' stick at me. He, yeah, he's, he's, and Neighbours as well. <laughs> does he? I don't know about yeah. Neighbours. Um, Sorry, mate. I've got open a Toblerone. Right? <laughs> your budget oh. cut back. Ooh. But... Um, I was talking the other day to young Maddie Waters too and I was saying the same thing, we're we're meeting up and he's like, Yeah, well like I've known you forever, but it's just cars, it's it's the hobby, it's the actual Yeah. Oh sorry, it's the sport. <laughs> <laughs> well you are the, the super fan. See Harry Haig punching darts over fourteen beers, oh congratulations on you yeah, it's winning the sport, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> he obviously trains hard. I reckon Harry Haig should verse Gus and Scotty and Bubba over hundred metres. Hey, speaking of them, one thing I
0: forgot to mention in Domestic Bliss if I can just jam it back in here. This is like the flukiest ass Domestic Bliss ever. What happened was, Stream Machine Drag Challenge weekend was of course on at Willowbank. Probably what was it, April or May? May long weekend. I was going to take my Mr. Juicy van out, so I was halfway through fitting that bonnet scoop. I can't remember if yeah, I, did, yeah. Yep, I did.
1: know I told you about it. Yeah, now y'all seen the yeah, we, light. We yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. so it was, it was the old school letterbox scoop. I got the scoop off Coxie, oh shit, probably early this year, I think around, I can't remember when. Anyway, Coxie, great guy, had it on his black hole in man, tough as fuck, he said, you know, fuck the police, I'm just going to stick the, my um, scoop straight out of the bottom. So anyway, I bought the scoop off him, and I've gone to put it on Mr. Juicy. And the thing was, trying to match the orange paint, because at some stage in the life, the cars had different panels, painted different colours. I've got like three tins of orange there, none of which will actually match. So I did the one that I thought was close, stuck the bonnet, like the scoop, sat it on the bonnet, and it was completely wrong, like the colour was just fucked. So I thought, ah, oh, it looks like it needs a bit more orange. And I'm no fucking spray paint, as no. you know, no colour matcher. So what I ended up doing was, I got another can of what was supposed to be impact orange stirred it up and I noticed it was a lot redder than the one I was using so you know how you have like that it looks like a wooden ruler that you stir the paint up with I stirred up the the darker color until it's all mixed up properly picked up the ruler dropped it into the other paint I had which was maybe half a litre at the most dropped it in swirled it around the fucking color was like a perfect match Complete arse. Like, it was no skill tool whatsoever. I'll be the first to admit that. Came up mint. And I just love that thing. It's just made that car now. Was it happened? a Greg Evans perfect match? Dexter started punching out all the compatibility scores, 100%.
1: Ross mcWhorters from uh, Australian KTM was, a, I think he was the manager there, someone like racing. He went on perfect match back in the day. Did he, Did he have <laughs> a mullet? Uh, Ross, probably. Greg Evans, I think, had a mullet, didn't he? Yeah. Well, it's, it's, yeah, uh, the mullet was actually had a Greg Evans, I think. Ah, so, <laughs> was
0: closer to it. <laughs> nice work. Hey, also too, um, just on Richard Wright, he's a fucking neighbours fan. Like he wouldn't believe he actually did. He send you photos of Street Machine magazine appearing on the newsstand in Harold's. Is it still on Harold's Don? I'm not sure. The the, the coffee shop. Sorry, yep. in the background, there's Street Machine magazine.
1: No, I didn't get that one. I don't, we don't do. I, I don't. I've never seen Neighbours, so i no. Fuck you're full of shit.
0: <laughs> fuck you are so full of shit. How is it that you can have a, a conversation about how hot D is from Neighbours if you've never seen the show? I'm fucking just hoping that D's a chick, or you're just fucking hanging me. <laughs> No. Dee did come back for a while and then she had an evil twin sister as well.
1: <laughs> That's just so well written plot. That's fucking rumored to be 25 seconds in the writing from the writers. You know what? Hey, it's worth it because it's double the eye candy. No, well, I just prefer to watch honestly hardcore hot people fuck on porn. Last bit of domestic bliss on me. Wouldn't believe what happened to me the other days as I am not so recently, but definitely recently single. I've got right. to tell you that this date on went on. Was, I, was it with a chick? <laughs> Feeling a bit fucking blue whatever. Not blue, just fucking whatever. Didn't want to go out. And an old friend, who is an old friend, come out Saturday night, we'll go out somewhere. And I'm like, like on a date? She goes, yeah, like on a date. So I'm 47. Hmm. And looking down the barrel of having been on a date, you know, a proper date for, you know, probably 10 years, a decade, you know, maybe eight years. So Yeah, yeah. Saturday night, I kind of end up just texting her saying, look, I'm, I don't really feel like it now, but how about tomorrow night? And she's like, Whatever. So on the Sunday.
0: Ah, oh, you're just playing hard to get, right? All yeah, mm, right.
1: So on the Sunday, I said, I'll meet you down at the uh, establishment. She's like, righto. Fuck, so I rock down and bah, bah. But she's a good friend. So that helps. You know, it's not as if we just. I don't do any of that tender shit, whatever, if I can say
0: What's the gay one that you do instead? What's it called? Um, Neighbours. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I'll rock down and I'll meet her. We come across or whatever and I just give her a hug and I'm like. She has just said, well, just fuck, doesn't matter. And I'm like, well, what do we do? What do we actually do on a date? Do we like get pissed? Do we dance? Do we bang? Do we fucking go home with a domestic or do we fucking eat or what? And she goes, we should do all that. It's just the order that we do it in that's going to make it a good night. <laughs> fuck off, <all> man. Yeah. Love. <laughs> oh, what a sense of humor. It's like, she's actually right. We can do it all. It's just if. We go in before we do that. Or yeah, but I, it was great. I had a great time too. That's a
0: great, but you're pretty fucking old school. You still eat your keto. So, you know, I imagine you would have shown her a good time like, being a gentleman about it. You wouldn't have just, like, been texting some other chick while you're there talking to
1: her. Oh, we got fucking shit faced and had a you can drink for a little girl. We, mate, seriously, I think I'd text you the next day saying, hey, you know what? I had fun, man. I felt like myself last night, and it was, and it was, it was enjoyable. And she's listening to this, so thanks, you No, nah, but uh, there, that was my last bit of domestic bliss—an actual date, like a, a date with somebody that you don't yet have a romantic attraction to, where there is no preset. It, it does mean you can just talk shit, you can say what you want, you can go, you know, check that fucking chick out over there. And she's like, man, you know, there's army guys now, and we, it was just back and forth, and it was, it was really fun, and it it does, it does, uh, it is pretty fun, man. That that whole.
0: That makes a huge difference though, doesn't it? When you're having a good time, but if there's only one piece of advice I can give you, actually you know what? This is the only piece of advice I'd give anyone, young or old. And uh, I've got a workmate, Dingo Pete, we call him <laughs> Dingo Pete because he kind of looks like a dingo. He's got that same... Yeah, he's kind of like this real wiry and he's got the same colourings as the dingo, like you'd see like Lindy Chamberlain old dingo. Anyway, Dingo Pete and I were talking about this. And I sort of said to him, I said, you know what? I said, the only advice, no one should ever listen to me for advice. Well, (laughs) that's a given. The only advice I can ever give anyone, which I'm going to give to you, do not make any important decisions, whether it be affairs of the heart or life in general, without having a good, hard,
1: solid wank first. (laughs) You
0: seriously need to have a clear brain. You know what I mean? I think
1: I'm having a relapse.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But no, I'm, I'm being dead serious here. That's probably the thing you've got to keep in mind. Life. big decisions in life Did not make any big or important decisions whether it's fucking buying a house or hooking up some chick or whatever you're doing until you have cleared your brain of any excess build-up
1: well that would have been good advice about <clears throat> four or five months ago when uh i was temporarily not at my house i was living in my cousin's house which is bacon at the time but i had a blinder i had even on my scale i had an absolute three-day binge bender where i didn't eat or just ate fuck all and drank like a champion and at the end of the, I think the third morning, I've woken up. I've come to in, in the bedroom, you know, just my cousin's house. There was nobody else lives there, so it's just me in the little bed that i bought from Amart or whatever. So I wake up and fuck, not feeling very healthy, but right. You should have bought a bunk bed, <laughs> so you can stay on top. know. <laughs> Such a one track mind. <laughs> so I, uh, I get up and I trip over this fucking Weber, like an actual Weber barbecue in the in the bedroom. And you're like, a, fuck, fuck, fuck what? And it's all clean, brand new, whatever apparently I own a fucking Weber. No gas bottle. So I kind of just put it out into the lounge room. Walk out into the uh, kitchen and I've got a fridge, which I've never had. I, I just had an Esky. I wasn't meant to be there long. So I open a fridge. Not a mouthful of fucking water in it, but it's turned on. So I'm you know, apparently I've got a fridge too. So I thought, fuck, I should check my bank account. because I'm, Fuck, you were pissed. Did yeah. you like buy a whole house for of stuff? Man, it gets worse. So I check my account and there's a lot of money missing, like $12,000. So I'm yeah. thinking... Wow, well, I've been fucking scammed. So I thought, oh, probably insured with the bank or whatever. But I see a couple things from good guys. So I got the barbecue from good guys and I got the fridge from good guys. Uh, and I remember my nephew driving me over there to get him. But then I see $10,000 and I actually recognise the name it went to. So I open up my mate's name and there's all this back and forth I bought the fucking Centura off him. <laughs> so I bought a car with no fucking engine, a barbecue with no gas bottle, a fridge with not a mouthful of food or water in it. Fuck, you know what? I, I turn my phone off, pull the blinds, Put some music on, went back to fucking bed. You know what? I'm gonna give this another go. So yeah, it was it was fucking great bit of fucking. Bought a car with my fucking big cousin. He 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 comes and goes. so We end up coming back to that little house. And he goes, fuck, that's not a bad Billy Cart Redmond. No fucking no. <laughs> so and I'm like, the fucking thing flies downhill you shit. Cat. <laughs> yeah, but you're right. I, 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 I wouldn't have been able to have a wank. I wouldn't have been able to fucking lick my lips. I was that drunk on a board of this shit. But yeah,
0: crazy thing. Speaking of Webers. Probably our first ever feedback and one of our first ever mutts, Gary Johnston from Mackay. Good Gary, Big Gas Three Twenty Seven. He collects fucking Weber Barbecues. You know those like what do you call the the I think they called a kettle barbecue. you yeah know, the round ones they look like a massive golf ball on legs. Oh beef eater is that the I don't know it's, no. a, it's a Weber. Oh right, but yeah, yeah. The thing is he collects all these like seriously he's got a mezzanine level full of the fucking things. If he doesn't have twenty of these barbecues, but the thing is apparently it's it's what people do is collect the colours. They all come in different colours. So he's got like all these full fucking different coloured Weber barbecues, all mm-hmm. mint. Yeah I And he did. bought the coolest HR panel van as well. Just that he's doing building up at the moment but the thing is, since that, look, I never had anything to do with Weber barbecues, know nothing about them, can't cook for shit. Ever since he's been posting his Weber barbecues, I fucking, I find myself looking at them and looking for them. The other day, I saw one which was painted up like the Stars and Stripes. So I'm like taking photos and sending him photos of it. And I'm like, what have you fucking done to me? And he's, really he's just reeling
1: you in. Getting really
0: hooked on the. And the other day, a Camry went past me with a Weber barbecue, like a little Weber barbecue sticker on it. I thought, is this like some secret fucking gang, like secret
1: group? Freemasons. About?
0: Yeah, but for Weber barbecue. So I'm like sending him this photo of a Weber barbecue sticker. And he's like, you're fucked in the head. I said, "But it's your fault. <laughs> like, it didn't start that way.
1: So that's a that's a theme that I've, I've spoken about a lot, and I am very interested in, is collecting. How collection... I was speaking to an old gentleman who's collects gems. That's a guy I've been walking his dog for down, yeah, down, yeah. Uh, down the road here. And saying that collecting something before the internet... So when you're a collector of... Um, when you were building a Holden, or when you were collecting BMXs, or when you were... Yeah. Uh, guitars, or... Uh, you know, yes. it's poor porcelain statues of dogs or animals. Whatever you were collecting back then, you had to have a network of people. Mm. Maybe some maybe some certain things fall in the trading post. But now, if you're like an elite level shopper, you can just fire up eBay and put, you know, uh, American Guitars pre-1970. And if you've got the coin, you can get them. Yeah. It's not yep. as if you have to go to a music shop and there's an old muse there that knows a guy in Sydney that's got one down behind his fridge. It, it's, it's taken... A, a lot of people with a lot of good big collections now are just kind of elite level shoppers.
0: You know, the thing is, though, the beauty of eBay, if you think to yourself, shit, I really want that Skippy plate. You know, the Bessemer brand Skippy plate. No. You can, oh.
1: <laughs> Do you know why? You know the twelve people who don't have their plates? <laughs> oh, no, here we go. An adult? <laughs> There's You've nothing got wrong with Skippy tell. the
0: bush kangaroo. He was a smart motherfucker, okay? <laughs> <laughs> don't... And the chick on the show was hot too. But you can look up anything and there'll be like 10 of them on eBay for sale. Like, that's the beauty of it. You don't have to... Go through the hard yard bullshit. To I find do have stuff an amazing
1: collection of gentlemen's magazines. I will admit I do collect them, and I am guilty of collecting them. On uh...
0: the biggest problem is they look like an encyclopedia, because they're all stuck together. It's <laughs> like, like one
1: massive fucking encyclopedia. <laughs> they look like a fucking ecosystem.
0: <laughs> oh, you're terrible! Terri- all these all these wank jokes with the <laughs> Oh, yeah, I know. There's, there's,
1: there's people out there now just looking. They've got fucking. Like, you really? should have, yeah, you should have stopped while you're ahead. There's people out there just thinking, "I'm never given up wanking," or <laughs> "I'll given up wanking tomorrow."
0: Anyway, we'll be back to normal programming as of episode 35. What's so, normal? Well, you know, a bit of mag review, a bit of the cool cast stuff we always talk about. So, wrapping up episode 34. Great to be back in the chair, Redmond.
1: Absolutely incredible. I, I just I'll start off doing some of the thanks because we've got so many. We'll probably get to all of you over the next little while, but definitely thank uh, Barney and Taming Barney's a, a moot. <laughs> he smells like a moot. And he's got this in Barney's Auto Garage, and it's on Instagram, and you'll find him via us. Drop us a line and put you in contact. And he does a lot of graphic design, a lot of... He's the guy that put Gus on the... Uh, front of muscle and fitness magazine that, oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah hashtag put, games yeah. yeah and he put yeah. um, 350 munro's car actually he put 350 munro's cars on the front of a street machine for him so 350 munro's brother come around because he mustn't have much computer stuff either and he said to his brother fuck look at this you know, it's yeah, yeah. And his brother rushed off down the shop to buy the fucking thing <laughs> but he does a lot of stuff like he'll, he'll uh this is not an ad we don't do ads it. this is a, a friend of mine who does a lot of work for us and then if, if you need a logo and you need bits and pieces, just get hold of that guy. Just just get hold of him and tell me that I'm in mean, the wrong. We don't need to do ads because we don't pay for anything. We don't I mean we don't get paid for any, but at Barney's all garage. Uh, Tammy, Dave Green, Brett Abraham, all the usual suspects, Simon, uh, St. Lucie, Winston, uh Telford Street Machine, Gus, all the guys, Broads, uh, Damien Lowe, Chubby and Jason just look, I'm gonna have to get to this over the next few few episodes, but um, Absolutely everybody that's just stuck with us and helped us out. We're going to have a fucking laugh, man. We're going to punch these episodes out, and we are going to have a fucking laugh.
0: Yes, big time. And on that as well, I was going to say something really important. Oh, Christmas. This is probably our Christmas episode too, by the way. Oh, shit. Yeah, Yeah. where's me fucking bike? Santa Claus, you clap
1: clap. Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Hey, It's funny, you know, with the clap clap thing, one thing that's really been, you know, making me feel very happy... Is the amount of people who say they're now using clap clap as a substitute for the word you know, know cl- the word clap, substitute, clap. Yep. yeah they're using that in public and even like <laughs> to the point where they might have a wife or a girlfriend who doesn't want to say the c word but they'll just say clap clap instead <laughs> to make the point you're being such a clap clap <laughs>
1: Stop and that, i, I, like I really clap,
0: feel like proud that we've been able to introduce some sort of word into the you know vocabulary so <laughs> or words i guess it is it's two words you know what I mean? You know, we are helping people out here. It's not all just doom and gloom. We're actually still contributing to society.
1: Oh, clear, we are clearly champions of society. I wrote... We're not a- champions. We're good clap-claps. <laughs> well played. I see what you did there. We're going to punch through some of the to the 60s again after we get back on our feet and sort of, but one of the to the 60s that I wrote was after that date with, uh, with that girl... Oh, interesting! It's man, I'm really proud of it. It's uh, it's a bit of Fifty Shades of Red or whatever. But same thing. We'll we we'll, we'll get to everything. We're going to get this all back up for. I'm going to get some t-shirts out. We're going to get some uh, stickers, some bits and pieces in January, or February. We still got a lot of adult stuff to do. But thanks to everybody, massive, massive thanks. Oh, I'm Most of all, Simon, you and Lacey.
0: I'm sick of doing adult stuff. And i bet you. I thought <laughs> oh, did you get a
1: clinic for
0: that? <laughs> Radio. We hope everyone has an excellent Christmas out there. Make sure you get something cool by yourself. Hey, you know what? I'd love to, at some stage, review the
1: Street Machine book. We'll have to do oh, that as well. What? I'm going to stop you there, or this is going to blow up for another two hours. Let's, 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 do the, let's do the book as an episode. Yeah, okay. I, I, I can't kind of get into it. I'm just fucking...
0: Yeah, it's, um, it's on the shelves as well. So if you know someone needing a cool Christmas present, get in the Street Machine Legends book, volume one. You can't miss it. It's got uh, HQ for you on the cover, mate. Alright, <laughs> mate, I will chat to you in episode 35. You sure will. And we'll be reviewing the June issue of Stream Machine magazine. So go through your, especially you, Jaff, we know you've got it. Go through your back issue collection and rip out the June 2019 issue with the ZF Fairlane on the cover, Muscle Mass. I'll have uh, three hamburgers with everything, please. Two fifteen inches of heaven. Three cans of Fanta, and uh, four donuts, please.
1: And uh wouldn't mind a of the Mars Bar if you got one open, Ruth. <laughs>